to the victor goes the spoils, Logan. You know, Logan, in the in college football, what's the greatest achievement for a team? In team, uh, a national championship. A national championship. What's the greatest achievement for a player? The Heisman. Okay. And or what? The numerous awards. The, for I think the Heisman. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, the Buckus Awards is the nation's best linebacker. Um, Logan, no. what's the second best achievement that they could get, though? I mean, debatably, it could be the, the single best achievement they could ever receive. This is true. It's a sporty. Sporty. Because the sporty says, we don't look at the stats. No. We don't look at your wins or losses. Actually, we, we actually know. Uh, actually, we do. It depends on the category. It does depend on the category. Um, this is an award picked purely by impact. Impact. On yeah. us. On the stick sports. We're the only two voters. I mean, maybe that raises some questions about the authenticity <laughs> of this these awards. Hey, it's not, it's not that's the authenticity that, of our the awards given out by our podcast. Exactly. Though. This is these are our awards, and they're to teams slash players who have impacted us in some way, whether good or bad. I think I think every player out there, if you receive a sport, you should understand that. Not only have you made such a, a gigantic impact on the pod to be even, first off, you know, the awards and stuff. We, we've talked about this all year, you know. There's people that we talked about preseason. These are some players and teams that we've talked about for, like, two years now. Honestly. These are, there are players on this list who we've been, like, following closely for two years. So Like, where we spent hours analyzing film. Like countless hours and when it comes to the sporties i think that all players if you get it if you if you are a team that gets it hey congrats even, even if even if it's a bad even award. if it's a bad award even if it's a bad award because i don't think any award here it means that at some point we we're really high on you right like honestly like honestly most of the time we're just left disappointed yes like we were when we realized that the first recording of this uh episode had no sound had no sound second take two take two all right and without know, for, all award ceremonies don't go up without their hiccups i know but the entire award ceremony i mean we're not gonna have your steve harvey moment i don't i don't remember what moment it was gave, uh, the greats have short-term memory you you gave um i don't know what award was but you you said the wrong person oh, okay my fault all right logan without further ado let us begin the 2021 Sporty Awards College Football Edition. Logan, first award of the night. You know, you know our, our, our award ceremony doesn't have like special guest presenters or like a performance or whatnot. Idea, not not this year. Not this year. We're not big enough for that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. We we called some people. We declined our offer. We declined <laughs> for sure. even pick up. Um, Logan, yeah. what are the nominees? For game of the year. So our first award. It's a big one. Game. Some good games this year. Very. A lot of them. So much uh, football. Yes. And, you know, we followed it very closely. Uh, but the four four games stood out to us the most. And they were Ohio State versus Michigan, uh, Texas versus Oklahoma, Arkansas versus Ole Miss, and Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State. A lot of good. A lot of good a lot games. Of good games. Yeah. And Michigan beating Ohio State for the first time in like 10 or 11 Several years, years. Yeah. uh it was, it was a big moment for michigan football 
propelled them to the college football playoff, their first appearance, propelled them to a Big Ten championship, their first one under the new system. So that was a really good game to watch. You had Texas versus Oklahoma, where Texas totally just <laughs> shit the bed. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many points they were up by. Uh, like it was 27 to 3. But Oklahoma came back. Texas, they were never the same, I feel. <laughs> Arkansas versus Ole Miss. It was just a, a good game between some surprising, I say surprising, but surprisingly good teams in the SEC this year with Arkansas having. A fairly successful season. Yeah. And uh, Ole Miss as well. So it was a good game to watch. And then uh, Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State. Uh, was this, this was rivalry week, right? This is rivalry week. Rivalry Bedlam. weeks. Winner of this game went to the Big 12 championship game. Uh, it was a great back and forth game. For sure. Not so much a great game from Spencer Sanders. He was not, he's struggling there at the end, but it was a very good game uh, throughout. So, no. Would you? Like to give me the winner, our first ever sporty winner. The winner of the 2021 sporty for game of the year is Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State Bedlam. Congrats, 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 Oklahoma State. This was a huge win for them. Put them in um, contention to be in the college football playoff, you know, except they kind of shit the bed in the Big 12 championship. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, Logan, Logan. On top, <laughs> top of your bad hat. <laughs> I'll put the bad hat back. But yeah, I know. Good, good job, Cowboys. This is the, this is probably the most, the single most important thing we've won. Uh, well, Fiesta Bowl, but still. Yeah. This was probably outside of the Fiesta Bowl. This was probably a big win for you. Big win for Mike Gundy and Oklahoma State Cowboys. The sporty or the Fiesta Bowl. Both. Okay. Okay. Make it, sure. Sporty obviously comes first, but. Yeah. All right. Next awards, Should, would you like me to? Yeah, of course. What it? So, you know, we, t- we talked about team performances, but here we're going to talk about some individual player performances, the best of the year. A lot of them this year. A lot of good performances, uh, but four stood out to us the most. Uh, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba's Rose Bowl performance. So he, good. I don't, did he, he broke records. Yeah, he broke it. There's, there's no way. There's no way, yeah. Uh, Kenneth Walker, the third versus Michigan. He had five total touchdowns yeah. um that was when he was like in the thick of the heisman race um should have been yeah like a finalist but it's fine chase brown illinois running back versus penn state uh he had his single greatest performance in his career and then we have bryce young versus arkansas one of his um several games that propelled him to his heisman win uh so no, i'm gonna go Get something real quick. You go, you go get something real quick. You know, this 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 award, you know, it had we had a lot of big, big names. Bryce Young, obviously, Heisman. This was his Heisman Award. Kenneth Walker, Heisman finalist. You know, one of the top Heisman top 10 vote getter. But you know, Logan, I think I think it's time for you to announce who the winner is. As you can see, I'm wearing an Illinois jersey. Logan, does that mean does that mean Mr. Chase Brown? Chase Brown. Congrats, Chase Brown. 223 yards ah. against Penn State in the longest game. In the longest game in college football history, it felt. It was. It was, was. was. It was nine well. overtime. That was a we, – we witnessed Chase Brown's – this we was this was special. We witnessed history right here. This was special because not only did we witness this sporty performance in person, but we witnessed history in person. And 
you know, you would think that this was a game full of offense, but no, it was an 18 no, to 20 just game. Just a game of teams struggling to convert two point conversions. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Chase Brown and another Illinois alum, Ayo. It was a it this year. <laughs> okay. All right. Look. I know you're coming back, Logan. But these players didn't come back. Don't don't these... clip, don't clip that uh, segment. I don't want anyone seeing me in that jersey. Okay, it's fine. Good thing that you came back though. But these players didn't. They left. They didn't. Onto better pastures, you know. These players left their previous programs and made gigantic impacts on the programs that they went to. The grass is sometimes greener. The grass is always greener. No, it does <laughs> All right, the. The nominees for best transfer, the sporting for best transfer are Kenneth Walker the third. I don't know where he transfers. Wake from. Forest. Wake Forest. Wow. I didn't know who Kenneth Walker was before the season. Didn't know he went to Wake Forest. I That's found out halfway through the season. So yeah. Um Ohio State transfer, Jamison Williams. Hi- hybrid super receiver. Yeah, Ohio State Bam receiver like, is just like dang. Is- Temple transfer. Yes. Arnold Zabedeki, defensive end, Subhead State. And then Penn State transfer Will Levis to Kentucky. A lot of huge performances from these guys yes, this year. I, impactful performances that you some might say helped along their season. A lot of them, if these guys were in here, they wouldn't have won the games that they did. Yeah, especially like you know, Ken, we just talked about Kenneth Walker had that big game against Michigan. I mean, he was having a great year all season. Yeah, um, I think I think if I'm correct, Michigan State had zero rushing touchdowns last year. It, Is that I, possible? I think. I, Check that for me real quick. Okay. But I think that that is true. And Kenneth Walker ran a had a touchdown run on like one of their first plays of the season. So he was an impact almost immediately. Almost immediately. Jameson Williams went into Alabama where John Mechie was already the assumed number one receiver. And he had a better season than I think Mechie did and play himself into first round consideration for the draft. Arnold came from Temple. He had a really solid year this year. They had two rushing touchdowns. They had two. Okay. So One they, of them by their quarterback. Do they have any running back rushing touchdowns? Um, I'm looking One. to see if this guy's a running back. No. Okay. So they had zero run, running back touchdowns. Yeah. And Kenneth Walker, on like one of his first plays as a Spartan, ran a touchdown in. So impact player immediately. And then back to Arnold, you know, he came in here. He's really, he was a great piece to our defense. One of our strong points this year. Yeah. And then you have Will Levis. All American as well. Right. And then you have Will Levis, who left Penn State. Came this, won the starting job at Kentucky and led them to a 10-win season, one of their best seasons in several years, and then won a Citrus Bowl. So but Logan, a lot of impact players here. But, Logan, who Wandy is winning those 40 for best transfer? Well, before the transfer portal becomes one of the worst things ever, it, this season it was good. And the best transfer in our eyes this season was former Penn State quarterback Will Levis. Sad to see him be successful somewhere else, but I'm we're, we're happy for I'm happy, him. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. For him. I'm happy. For him. happy. I'm happy. You know, Will Levis, great, great quarterback, and, coming back next season. Right, and you got Chris Rodriguez there, who we are very high on. Wondell Robinson is leaving, but I think what what's his name? Is it Mark Stoops? Mark Stoops. Yeah. Mark Stoops is there. I think he's doing a really good job at Kentucky. So good for Will Levis. I'm happy. What is a good um what is a good game? What is a good program without a good jersey? 
These are some iconic jerseys right now, you know? It's iconic. This is great. This is an iconic jersey. This is a nice, this is a nice jersey, actually. Yeah. This was a contender with my foot. We're talking about jerseys now. We are talking about jerseys. Great, greatest jerseys from yeah. this past year. Logan, <laughs> sorry. What's the point of playing well on the field if you're going to look horrendous? Well, that is true. But Logan, that's our resident jersey expert. Take it away. Thank you. Of course. First, we're going to start with the, our best uniform. We're going to start with the good. Best uniforms of the year. I mean, I'm sure there's some that I missed. Uh, if there are some that I missed, let me know. But here's four that I, I thought were were really good jerseys. So we'll start first here with uh, the Utah Rose Bowl jerseys. Um, Utah low-key has some great uniforms. I think they're better than Oregon sometimes. She was like yes. stereotypical. Oh, uh, it's Oregon. They got all their jerseys. But Utah with these nice – Rose Bowl jerseys. I liked how they implemented the rose into the helmet. They had this this sleeves on the jersey. I like that a lot. You look good. You play good, and yeah, they definitely, they, played. they definitely played well. So I thought this was a great look for the Rose Bowl, the biggest bowls this season. And then Eddie, oh my god, oh my goodness. Oh, there we go. Our second jersey here is SMU's Dallas jersey. I think this is like a. This is such a sexy jersey. I like this a lot. So it's 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 the city version of like it it really. It's like like you said this last time I recorded the first time. time. You said this was like an NBA city jersey, and I totally agree with you. Uh, The font on the front, the colors are great. The helmet's great. Reminds me of a Denver Broncos helmet, but it's great. The logo. So really like this jersey. At three, we got Coastal Carolina. Oh, that teal, that teal is something. It's the Coastal Carolina jerseys are so good. It's so bad they play in the Sun Belt because more people should should be. That, that, that teal color is just it's fantastic with that, that helmet. I really like the white, the contrasting with the teal, and then the teal Corvette. I mean, Mustang makes it even better. You should have put that on the field. That Honestly. should be that should be the new <laughs> the new mascot. Racing McCall should roll up to every game in that. And at four, we got the Miami. Hurricanes jer- uh, alternate jersey termed Miami Knights. Uh, they took some inspiration from, I guess, the Miami Heat and their Miami Vice jerseys, but it said they did their own spin, obviously. I don't know what it is, but the black and orange. And, and the green, it's just. And the be- the way that they did the gradient without doing a gradient. Right. I know you hate gradients. I, yeah, I do. And I like the shoulder kind of looks like a gradient, but it's not a bad looking gradient. And if this was white, it wouldn't be as nice, I think. I don't think the, the, I don't the think black the white, really yeah. makes the, the orange and the green stand out. Too bad they sucked this year. Too bad. So th- we didn't pick a winner for this. Uh, I wanted to discuss this with Noah. And we, let the, we let the people decide this, didn't we? six people that voted on our Twitter poll. We let the people decide this, didn't we? This was a, a democratic process here. Uh, we can add our votes. I mean, after we add our votes, we yeah. a democratic process. So the... Results of the poll, um, SMU came in last. They had no votes. It's all right. Coastal Carolina with 17% of the votes. Miami with 33%. And Utah with 50% of the votes. So I'm just going to break that down. That's three votes for Utah. Two, no, one for Miami. Uh, Two for Miami, one for Coastal. Okay, so no, who's your? I'm voting for Utah. Are you going to vote for Utah? That's different. Voting for Utah. 
Your last one. I know, but I'm voting for Utah. Okay. So I put Utah at four. As much as I want to go with Coastal Carolina, Yana picked Coastal Carolina. That's right. Of course she did. She hated it because, you know, she's mad that I like her sister's school more than hers. But uh, I have to go with Utah. I think they're the the implementation of like the rose and the helmet really is just great. They they have they're such clean jerseys. Let's go back to Utah. Look at those. Look at those. It's look, just, they look so great. That is a, that is a beautiful. And that one guy wearing the red cleats is messing with the whole picture. He up, is. Though. This is an all white look from like the numbers down. It needs to be. This is a jersey I would buy. This is a helmet I would want like a little replica of. But sadly, I don't know if they make this. So there we got best jersey. And then, you know, but can't do best without doing worst. Yeah. So. This was there was disagreement on this in the first episode, both on the pod and in real life. Yes, some some major disagreements. So first up, I have <clears throat> Adidas in general, but more specifically, I have North Carolina State's uh, throwback alternate jersey. Oh no, that's a throwing back to being terrible. Yeah, so I guess it's a bit of a cheat because there's seven jerseys here, but um. We talked about this. The Washington one came until it's Washington. Houston looks like a soccer jersey. If that even is Houston, I came and told them here. Uh, North Carolina State looks like a soccer jersey. Mississippi State, it looks weird. Kansas looks weird. The only one we really liked was Indiana. Indiana. So I, I chose North Carolina State specifically because the jersey you said looked like a soccer jersey. And I also said, like, look at that helmet. The helmet is That nice. helmet is great. Pair with that shit jersey. It just angered me. So that one specifically was the one I chose. And then the second one was Kent uh, State. This was a it's uh, so this clean. This was a hotly debated one. It's I so clean. Jersey. It's so clean. It's so clean. I hate the helmet. The helmet is terrible. The the font is looks like the most basic font you could ever choose. That's that's fine. The it looks like it's photoshopped on. It looks like the font isn't even there. Okay. I hate and? the helmet. The helmet is so disgusting. And then I don't like the colors, which I guess is just my personal preference because they are Kent State's colors somewhat. I don't like the colors. Uh, third, we have Michigan State. Oh, uh, it's, it's disgusting actually disgusting uniform. Uniforms. I hate this uniform the more than any other uniform. The state is huge for some reason. It doesn't even fit on the jersey. And then the neon. Neon is It's neon is a hit or miss. Either you nail it. Talk, like, talk to the Seattle Seahawks about that. You either nail it neon or you you and it's it comes out bad or it comes out bad. And then last we have Iowa State, which is another thing we kind of we butted heads on because I think this jersey nobody is, and is, you saw it in the poll yeah, too. Nobody I, thinks it's a bad jersey. I but you. think it's boring. It's just black. There's just nothing to look at. It doesn't. It's not visually appealing. They're not visually appealing. That's crazy. That was me. I'm so sorry. That, no, that was uncalled for. That's uncalled for putting this here. You know what? I was looking looking at the nominations. You know, we put each put two. I think for again, this. if there's jerseys that I miss, I didn't get everything. If there's jerseys I missed, let, let me know. Uh, this is a miss by even putting it here. It can't state. I understand why you don't like it. I think it's clean as hell though. Okay. So the results of Twitter poll, we had a, a nice three way tie. Uh, no, one, no one voted for Iowa State. Because it's a fire jersey. Because people don't – people are just like simple, boring shit, I guess. Okay, so – As a person who likes simple, boring shit, I understand the appeal of that. 
However, when it comes to jerseys, I want something nice to look at. Okay, we'll go. Uh, we had two votes apiece for Kent State, NC State, and Michigan State. So we are the tiebreakers. So what is your vote? I'm going to pick Michigan State always. That neon is disgusting. Actually, no, NC State, NC State, NC State, NC State, easily, NC State, easily. Okay. In the effort to avoid a tie, I am going to choose NC State as well. Okay. However, I still think Kent State's uniform is is garbage. I don't care what you say. It's disgusting. The helmet is an abomination, and they need to do better. But NC State is just – I think it's more – it's just it's, ugly. it's, it's worse really ugly. because the helmet is so good, but the uniform. I would is, uh, imagine it, going out and playing in that. It looks like a uniform you would find at a second, like an off-brand store. Like it this, even, even if it was a soccer uniform, it would be like disgusting. Yeah, like if this was an MLS uniform, I would hate it. There's nothing going on. So, again, NC State, you are the winner for the worst jersey. But the best helmet, I yeah, guess, is where we're getting here. Still hate this. This is disgusting. So clean, though. It's, it's so ter- clean. It's terrible. Uh, it's, it's like a throwback. They wore this in the MAC championship, championship game. You look like this in the MAC championship game. Thankfully, Michigan State wore this against like Maryland, so no one was really watching. Wow. Uh, wow. They wore this in the MAC championship game. Actually, was anyone watching that either? I don't know. I was watching it. I was too. Yeah. How about that MAC championship? So, yeah, NC State, congratulations for winning the worst uniform in college football this year. Do better. Adidas, do better. You know, we talked about good jerseys. We talked about, you know, good teams. And remember, we said with every bad sporty, it's like, it doesn't mean you were always bad. It means you were highly regarded by us. Yes. And what happened? Okay. Okay. Logan, give me the nominees for the most disappointing teams for you. Most disappointing team nominations are Iowa State, who coming into this season, we thought could contend for a Big 12 championship. There was there playoff, were eight in there the was, season. There was playoff buzz. They were top 10 coming into the season. You had uh forget his name. Oh gosh. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Yeah. At quarterback, you had Brees Hall, you had Charlie Kolar, you had Mac, not Matt Campbell. It is Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell, a coach who we like very much. Uh, but then the, the season just kind of, what they went, seven and five, seven yeah. and six. Uh, season not go the way they wanted it to. Um, lost in the, they didn't even win a bowl game. So I think a very disappointing team for a team that had a lot of older players who are now going to. Yeah, it's all it's all so it's good. it's yeah but then we got after that we have north carolina who we should have probably seen this coming we should have but like they also had like a number two or right number one they had a class. good recruiting class sam howell was returning it's the acc a bit yeah. a bit easier in terms of competition but they were ranked they were ranked in the preseason i think probably t- around 20 18 yeah. or 19 hours, something like that. But uh, I think the loss of two thousand receivers and two great running backs was too much for this team. Uh, after that, we have Arizona State, who they were ranked as well. They were ranked. Oh, all these teams are ranked, but they were ranked. You had Jaden 
Jane Daniels. Jane Daniels coming in. People were very high on him. He had a very disappointing season. Uh, they did make it to a bowl game. Did they play at that bowl game? They did. I, I think they, they, no, they played Wisconsin. In, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. In, yeah, the, in a bowl game, they lost, I think, pretty badly. Yeah, I do I remember that. I don't think I watched it. Um, yeah, Braylon Allen just rushed all over. Uh, but we were talking about them kind of contending for the Pac-12 championship game. It didn't happen. And then finally, we have Texas A&M, who perennially is a uh, – a top school in terms of recruiting classes. Uh, <laughs> they were ranked high. They're always ranked high. They have a, they had a win over Bama. They did have year. a win over Bama, but the season just I think they finished what eight and four. Eight and four, yeah. Eight and usual. four. So yeah, they beat at Bama, but they also this could have been a year where they did beat Bama and then they made it to an SEC championship game, but they just kind of fell off. So Noah. Would you like to give us the? Uh, oh no, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you. Yeah, I'll give you the most disappointing team. I am sad about it. Um, Texas and I'm very sad. We'll, but next year, we'll, we'll get back. Gig we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Um, Iowa State gets the sporty for most disappointing team. This was really like we were high on Iowa State. Everybody in the country. This Everyone was a team was. with national championship aspirations because you know we've had we ranked Brees Hall as our number two or number one. Brees Hall might have been our number one running back going into the season. I think he was. Uh, Charlie Clark was – no. Yeah, Charlie Clark was our number one tight end. And Brock Purdy was a top five QB for us for the fifth year, second year in a row. He was top five? He was top top ten for us second year in a row. And Matt Campbell, we said, was looking like it was a great coach. His defense was going to be good. His O-line was good. And then immediately when I saw them struggle against Northern Iowa, I was like, yeah, no, this isn't it. This isn't the season. Uh, um, Yeah. Iowa State. I guess congratulations, Iowa State. Congrats, Iowa State. Uh, Well, we just talked about disappointing teams, but what's even more disappointing than a team not living up to expectations is a player not living up to expectations. Uh, So, no, how about you tell me some players who we were high on or some – not just not us, but either us or the media was high on this offseason that didn't quite live up to expectations. Well, here we – I'll just say this. We were high on these players to an extent. To an extent. I feel like we were influenced by them. Not all of them, though. But I'll say this. Spencer Rattler is our first nominee. Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma QB, we ranked him number one. Mm -hmm. He was a preseason Heisman favorite for a lot of people, Um, everybody. I think it was a consensus. Yeah. Drafts, like, for next next Not Not because – and that's because even though he didn't have that good of a season the year before, we're like – it's Oklahoma. How do you not succeed in Oklahoma? Whatever. Anyway, next, Sam Howell. Again, probably should have saw that coming. He was our number one QB, actually, Sam Howell. He was. Sam Howell was our number one QB. We, we caved to the pressure of the media. No, we didn't cave to the pressure of the media. Not we Sam Howell wasn't a top three quarterback for the media. No, we had Sam Howell on one, you said, but we put Spencer. Didn't we? I think we put Spencer. No, I think Spencer was number two for us. Spencer was, was number two. Yeah, Sam Howell was our didn't number one. We didn't cave to the media. But – Sam Howell, we should have saw it coming. You losing Daz, Newsom, yeah. and Yami Brown. What did I expect? Um, Master Teague, supposed to be the lead back for Ohio State. Every Big Ten um, running back did better than Master Teague did because I didn't even know if Master Teague ever saw the field because Trayvon Henderson, a freshman, came out of nowhere mm-hmm. and was a top three running back in the Big Ten. 
whatever. Um, and do DJ Uiga, U, Ui Ungalele. Yeah, Ui Ungalele. Uh, what the hell? I mean, we didn't, we didn't cave. I know it's crazy. It's ironic. We didn't cave to it. Clemson <laughs> didn't have a disappointing. Apparently, a disappointing year for Clemson is a ten and three. Yeah, season and a Chiefs Bowl win. Yeah, no, whatever. But still, tag. It's so I don't think DJ Uyunglele is uh is a player that when you follow Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson right. out of Clemson, you got, kind of, there's kind of expected success immediately after two pretty generational talents. Yeah. Logan, can you tell me the winner? I will give you the winner. And it is the new South Carolina quarterback, Spencer Rattler, who I think – oh, yes, clap, applause. I think just the fact that he was the number one – a projected number one overall pick, an Oklahoma quarterback under Lincoln Riley, Heisman favorites. They were playoff content in the playoff conversation. And then to come out and – Struggle against what? Who they? Who they? Tulane, Tulane, Tulane Nebraska, Texas. Texas, and then you get benched because you're struggling, and then Caleb Williams comes in and plays better than you. I think all that just culminates in him being our most disappointing player. Oh, it's this season. So congratulations! I think he'll be good as I We'll get back to him yeah. later, but I think a fresh start will be helpful for him. Well, Logan. Fresh starts for disappointing players, but some players we didn't have ranked high. Some players we didn't, we didn't even, even know exactly. about. Um, Logan, can you give me the nominations for the sporting for the He Came Out of Nowhere award? I can do that for you. So first up, we have Sam Hartman from Wake Forest. Who last year, 2,000 yards, 13 touchdowns. It's a pretty like whatever. It's, okay. it's I mean, like a C. It's like an average C. I mean, he didn't play the whole season though. And then this year, uh, four forty-two hundred yards, thirty-nine touchdowns, and an ACC championship game appearance. And yeah, they won their bowl game, right? Against uh, Rutgers. Yeah, the gas and a bowl, attacks, like, bowl and a bowl game win. Uh, he really like just came out of nowhere. Literally, I didn't. I didn't. Know. I, didn't I, was, I didn't really. Sam Hartman wasn't on our radar. We never really talked about him when we were ranking the quarterbacks. Uh, but he had a very good season at Wake Forest. We we really disrespected Wake Forest. We'll talk about them. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Kenny Pickett. Kenneth who Pickett. We saw play, and we didn't even we realize. I was asleep. That's how. That's how that's much how, that's I how slept boring. on him. That much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this year, uh, after. 2020, playing nine games, he had 2,400 yards, 13 touchdowns. So similar season as Sam Hartman, actually. Yeah, but uh, but then this season, just Heisman finalist. Heisman finalist, probably going to be a first round pick. He had 42 touchdowns, uh, led Pitt to an ACC championship. That's crazy. Um, they lost. Well, he didn't play in their bowl game, so it's not about him. But very successful season for Kenny Pickett. Really, nothing was expected of him coming into this season. It, he wasn't – he's a – he's been playing college football for – this is his fifth year. Dang. And he hasn't really had a successful season, so nothing really expected of him. Then you have Kenneth Walker, who came from Wake Forest. Yeah. I don't really know what his stats were, but 
Kenneth Walker was nothing that really put him on our radar. And then he came to Michigan State and just kind of shocked everyone with how good he was. Yeah. Uh, at Wake Forest, he had 500 yards, 13 touchdowns. Came into Michigan State, had 1,600 yards and 18 touchdowns. So props to Mel Tucker for getting him. Yeah, Mel Tucker, great coach. Uh, great part of that, very big part of that Michigan State offense. And – also, uh, top ten uh, Heisman. Could if he had like sustained success over the course of the season, they they kind of fell off at the end there. Uh, he could have been a Heisman finalist, and then you have Jameson Williams, who came from Ohio State, played behind me at Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, obviously, and then Jackson Smith and Jingba. So he transferred to Alabama, and then he proceeded to have fifteen hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns. Big part of that offense, P- probably gonna be first round pick. Most likely, uh, depending on the. End. His injury maybe a second round. So we had a lot of good good players. Um, just kind of shock everyone. But that's good. Then I really like to see that. So no, after I've just gave you the nominees, would you care to give me the winner? Kenneth Pickett, you're you get that he came out of nowhere award because he came out. I don't. I don't. Yeah, you didn't even. You totally didn't realize we played against him. I was asleep, bro. I was asleep. I legitimately was asleep. This was your Steve Hargum, by the way. I remember it now. Oh, you said Sam Hartman. Dang. No, but I was asleep, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, you know, it's nice when you see players coming out of nowhere. But it's even better to see teams come out of nowhere. So, no, would you give me the nominees for the team? They came out of nowhere. Award. Well, it's funny too because we have the first three nominations in in respect to respective order of the, the, the previous came, yeah. Um the first team that they came out of nowhere was Wake Forest. Uh straight up disrespecting this team before the season we started. Really did. Straight up. Like we said, Move Wake Forest should review the ACC. It was it was actually quite surprising how we like we just straight up just, they must have listened to this podcast. There's no way. Have. There's no way. Um then we have Pitt. On the ACC. On the ACC. Michigan State had a terrible season the year before. Yeah, I mean, two years in a row, actually. Um, and then they came and actually were contenders in the Big Ten for a little bit. They were, were they ranked second? In the third in the, third in the nation? So many, point? so many. I There was a curse that happened this year with the top. Yes, you, you pointed that out. <laughs> but they were ranked a top four team lost like every week. They were ranked in the like third in the nation at one point. Yes. And then... Kentucky. 10 win season. 10 win season. Citrus Bowl win. Token, who, who won? Uh, they came out of nowhere. This was a tough one. There's some good good uh, contenders here, but for us, it's going to have to go to Wake Forest. Yeah. The Demon Deacons. No, we, we straight disrespected, disrespected the hell out And of I'm going to edit the put the clip. Because we I have to find it. We, this, I think this was one where we were just like, yeah, it's this team. I don't even think we thought about this one really. So we, we should have disrespected them. And you know what? I'm happy to to be proved wrong. Yeah. I, I don't even feel I'm not even to try to defend our take. Uh, we said it. Not. And you know what? Congratulations, Big Forest. Good on you. No. Logan, honestly, I'll say this. We a lot of culminating um, performances um, this year in the bowl season. Probably one of the best bowl seasons in a while. A lot of high highs, and we'll talk about the highs right now. And a lot of lows, so many lows. lows. Uh, but it coming in a great bowl season. I, I enjoyed this bowl season. Yes. Um, 
Can you tell me the nominees for the best bowl games? I can do that for you. First up, we have the Music City Bowl, as you pointed out, because I didn't remember the names of any of the bowls. The, uh, what's the, the, the ad sponsor? I can't even remember. Oh. Uh, the Music I, City Bowl featuring Purdue versus Tennessee. Uh, shootout a barn burner as you would call it it's the only game here that i didn't watch i watched this game it was great there was like four touchdowns i think in like the last five minutes went to ot uh i, I forget it won now <laughs> pretty won. sure um tennessee tennessee won, won. But, but you check that for me i'll check it I'll check i it. don't remember <clears throat> but it was a very entertaining game uh second up we have ohio state versus utah uh great a great rose bowl it was a uh I'm glad it wasn't a blowout. Uh, you had Utah playing fantastic. No, Miss Kim. Purdue won, I think. You had uh, Cam and Rising playing really well. Yeah, Purdue won. I knew Tennessee can have nice things. Uh, Cam and Rising played really well for Utah. Then he got hurt. Then he got hurt. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, who we mentioned before, had a career game. The coaches, Ryan Day and – I don't know you tell us Kyle Winham, I think his name. Pull that. Yeah, so. I know I can tell. Uh, we're very disappointed with the lack of defensive play play in that game, but I was all for it. I love shootouts. Disgusting. Um, so yeah, you had great uniforms, great matchup, great stadium. It's the Rose Bowl. So that's number two. Number three, we have Oklahoma State versus Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. Is that what it was? I can't remember. Yes, it was. Notre Dame led and Oklahoma. Yeah. No, Notre Dame led. Notre Dame led. Oklahoma State came back and won. It was a great game. Mike Gundy got that bowl win, even though you know they didn't get what they really wanted this season. The Big Twelve Championship. And Marcus Freeman, first game of the Marcus Freeman era, too. Yes. yes. Uh, and finally, we have Coastal Carolina. I versus Northern I Illinois. Illinois. In the Cure Bowl. I don't know why this is here. Because this was a great opener to the bowl season. How many people do you think watched it? I don't care. Okay. It was a great, it was a great, I watched it. It was a great matchup. There's McCall Silver. He played? He did play. It was yeah. a great matchup. Uh, Isaiah Likely's fantastic. He's going to be a steal in this draft at tight end. Um, Northern Illinois had the chance to win. Coast Carolina held them. It was a very entertaining game. So, even though you didn't watch it, I thought it was right. And it's our awards. So. First off, shout out to the Cheez It Bowl. Yeah, I declined to put that on the list. Okay, I know you did. Ooh. Anyway, I mean, for in terms of like rewards for winning the game, did Davo Sweeney get Cheez It stumped on him? Yeah, he did. That that would be like, that should we do that? Shoot, that <laughs> What you get dunked on. The 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 Mayo Duke, 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 <laughs> yeah, the, the Mayo Mayo Bowl was, like, was a great like storyline to follow. Uh, I've been following that storyline all it was, year. That was hilarious. Anyway, Logan, the award for best bowl game goes to Ohio State versus Utah the Rose Bowl. That was just a great performance all around. Really it was such a, uh, a very no, entertaining game. You know, I like I don't really like you hate high it. offensive you games. You you prefer but, like a 10. To seven. That's games. why the cheese at bowl twenty to seventeen. Like that, like field goals, no more than twenty points. 
running the ball that's what you like but you know what this was like what is it 48 to 45 i think it's yeah or something like that some, some high number <laughs> but yeah you know but whoa, whoa. yeah you can't have the good without the bad no you cannot and even though there were some great bowl games this year there was also some terrible bowl games that made people question why are there the, there this many bowl games so noah why don't you tell me some of these okay so we'll start travesties We'll start. Uh, we'll start with the Mississippi State versus Texas Tech, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. The Mike Leach versus Sonny Dykes. Um, Mike Leach was Sonny Dykes' head coach um, during his tenure at Texas Tech. It was such a great storyline. Uh, so many great storylines going into this one. I was like, yo, I can't wait. I can't wait to see because this technically this would be Mike Leach to see what he has with Will Rogers. This is going to be Will Mississippi State after having a surprising season this year in the SEC. Will they have like you know, some sort of momentum going into the next season. No, they didn't. They didn't. It was the worst game I've ever watched. Who's, and who, Mississippi State's quarterback had a pretty solid season. Who was, I can't remember. I forget. I don't really care because oh, this is – was wait, Mississippi State? Yeah, Mississippi State. I said Will Rogers. Oh, I'm thinking – I think it was Zach Calzada, I think. Okay, that's all right. And we'll get to Zach Calzada, too. Um, this was a terrible game. Uh, the next nominee is Kansas State versus LSU. I didn't – Watch this game because it was on a Monday. Yeah, it was the day after. It was like the last bowl game of the slate. It was on a Tuesday, actually. Oh, my God. And I was like, no. Um, Kansas State versus LSU in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Um, Texas A&M was going to play in this game, and I'm pretty sure – or they weren't. Or was this the game – the next game you're going to talk about. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, either, either way, I wish Texas A&M played in this game because it would have been better because LSU started a wide receiver at QB. It did. Um, no, and – it was just a shit game. Because you had Max Johnson who transferred. Miles Brennan, I think, was still in the transfer portal. <laughs> anyway, next we have Wake Forest versus Rutgers. And what I think was this, a tax this, layer Gator Bowl, but I might be wrong. It was the tax this, layer Gator Bowl. Um, Rutgers randomly um, invited. This was the one that Texas A&M was. It would have been a great, great game. I think so, too. Um, Rutgers, you know, one of my friends plays on Rutgers. Congrats to Rutgers, though. I think we should give them a shout-out. I'm going to give them a shout-out. They, they Making a bowl game by default. Love it. I mean, but we hate – no, we don't hate Rutgers. We, we've hated on Rutgers. I mean, you and your Big Ten bias over here. I don't really hate on Rutgers. Rutgers isn't the team I like. Good for Rutgers for, like, having a successful season. They're going to – they're going to – they're on the They're turning it around. They really are. Uh, this was a terrible game, though. It was a terrible game to watch. Um, yeah, it was. Scored one touchdown, Rutgers, um, in the first quarter. Scored a field goal in the second quarter. That was it for them. Uh, it was Sam Hartman and company yeah. all the way through. I'm sure he was like, didn't you play the full game? No, he didn't. Uh, and then Georgia versus Ball State. I watched this game. This Actually, this was Christmas morning. Um, I got up to watch this game. Actually, because it was like the Camilla, the, the tax act. Cam- why is everything tax? <laughs> you think we just said four tax bowls? Tax hats. Camellia Bowl? I don't even know. Should we just rename this to the, the tax? The For Georgia tax State, this is great. Um, yeah, also, they got scored 51 points, right? Yeah. Uh, Ball State is the team we watched. I watched in person this year. That's an action. Um, they're... One of their receivers had like 146 yards and some receptions. That was great. Not good enough. No, not good enough. You only put up 20 points of offense with that. Um... Yeah, no. Georgia State represents Sunbelt. Go you. Um, Ball State's QB threw the ball 46 times. How many passes did he complete? Uh, 27. <laughs> that's, no, that's terrible. You're right. You're right. That's terrible. Um, 
This is a terrible game to watch. This is the Christmas Day game. A terrible Christmas present. Every game before, uh, I think, before the December 28th was bad outside of the Cure Bowl. Like, uh, in all honesty. Uh, didn't the Armed Forces Bowl happen before that? That one uh, was like bad. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The, um, Missouri, uh, I didn't really like this. It was it was an all right show. You just hate things. That, that's a that's a U game right there. That is a U 24 game. 24 to 22. Yeah. The triple option. Come on. Nobody had more than uh, anyway, 75 yards rushing. The so winner here that. is Mississippi State versus Texas. Texas. Why can't I say Texas? Why can't I say Texas? Uh, Texas Tech. Yeah. This is a terrible, for a terrible game. revenge game. Terrible game. This is a terrible game. I, I didn't watch it. I, I think I was live tweeting this game. I, th- I need to go back and find my tweets because I definitely, I really was watching this game and it took years off my life, Logan. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. No, it took years that off my life. That means there's less time for you to be on this podcast than me, so we need to get all the content out of you. Yeah, can. you're right. Okay. Logan. Yeah. Just like it took years off my life. A couple, and it was a lot. Of, it was an opportunity to be a great game, but I think Mississippi State missed that opportunity. They did. These teams that we're about to talk about right now missed their opportunity. Actually, that was a no. Really, you really had to work for that one. Didn't you? <laughs> you really had to work for that. Same day. Anyway, I'll say this right now: these teams they didn't have to, didn't miss the opportunity. The opportunity was there. It was in their hands. So actually, some of them like literally this this close, and. They let it go. Look, can you tell me the nominees for the You Almost Had It Award? The nominees for the You Almost Had It Award. Up first, we have Oklahoma State, who is literally this close to a college football playoff berth. But they fell short, and they lost in the Big 12 championship game. Baylor won it, and then they went to the – and then Oklahoma State went to the Fiesta Bowl. But they were this close, this close to the playoff. Um, next up, we have Florida State. Uh I don't know why they're on this list. You were very adamant about this, but you know, in the beginning of the season, they, you know, yeah, they, it's close loss to Notre Dame, close loss to Jackson State, close loss to Jackson State, uh, close loss to Clemson, close loss to Florida. A lot of close losses, and you lose uh, that was, Travis Hunter, Travis Hunter, the best corner in the class. She's not even corner; he's an athlete. He's just best athlete, best player in the nation. Best, player in the class to Deion Sanders at Prime University. Do you understand? It's like, it's, it's like a slap Jackson, in the face. Jackson. Jackson State? Yeah, Jackson. We lost to Jacksonville State. But. You lost to Jacksonville State, but he went to Jackson State. Yeah. Is that correct? Did I get that right? Uh, and then we have Oregon. Came into this season. Probably the default pick for Pac-12 championship. As usual. Even, even, after the, even after the loss to Stanford. Right. And the last Utah. Got blown out by Utah twice. <laughs> How do you do that? How do you do that? Uh, and then we finally have Iowa, who were at one point number two in the nation. Oregon was number two in the nation at one point, too. Yeah. I've uh, Oregon beat Ohio State in Columbus. And then finally we have Iowa, who was number two in the nation. But you, know, can't, you, can't, you can't win when you have a sure, sure defense wins championships. You know how that saying goes, but you can't have a quarterback who's trash. Trash. Yeah. So well, why don't you tell me the winner? The winner of this, uh, you almost had an award goes to second win of the night actually for the OK State Cowboys. You know, I'll say this about 
Oklahoma State this year. They um they really got bailed out a lot. Like they should not have the fact that Spencer Sanders played really nice. bad um over the last couple of games of the season and they still won. He uh, he also played terribly against Baylor in the in the Big 12 championship and they were still that close. That's how you know like this this was the year that they were supposed to do it. If, of all the years we said we were two years ahead of them, I guess, but we were we, we were very big on them when they had Chuba Hubbard even last Tylen Wallace, Colby Hubbard, he's still there, but still, yeah, no, so I so close Oklahoma State, but yet it's whatever. Um, I'm even gonna attempt to segue into this one because I, I got it. Can't think of so you you do because I can't think of it. Okay, well, here. here's the thing. From these these people had the had the opportunities in their hand. Mm, the, okay. the teams we just said, however, the, the the nominees for the next award, apparently everyone was just giving it to them immediately. So, you know, it's great to have it's great to ha- taste success, but it's even worse to think you have something great before you even to count all your chickens before they hatch. You know? So Logan, can you tell us the nominees for the Manti Teo Fraud Award? Okay, yeah. And we, we have decided that the winner of this award will be the new namesake for yep. the award. So first up, we have Spencer Rattler making a, his second appearance on this uh, at this award ceremony. As I previously mentioned, Heisman favorite, Oklahoma quarterback, number one projected pick in the draft in 2023, et cetera, et cetera. You, you, you get the gist. Yeah. Um, second up, we have De'Eric King, the quarterback of Miami. We, we've never been really high on De'Eric King. We ranked him because of the media, we and, we're like, the, and not even because of the media, because we were like, how do you not How succeed? do you not, you're, I think he's a sixth year, sixth year, sixth year yeah. in college as a quarterback. So Older than like, a lot of starting NFL you, quarterbacks. You should, you should, we should see, like, you know, good things from you. Um, final, uh, not final, third, we have DJ. Louis Yonglele. From Clemson. Heisman, was he a Heisman People expected him to be really good. We didn't think so. He was a he was a top ten quarterback to most. We had him as an honorable mention because we weren't really sure what to think of him yet. Uh, finally, we have Graham Mertz from Wisconsin. He was thought of as being great la- even last year. At one point, I think he had the he has the Big Ten record for the um, highest completion percentage in a game. That was his first game ever really? as Wisconsin QB. Wisconsin they struggled this year at times, but they were still in the mix at the end. They were. Because, I mean, everyone's in the mix of the Big Ten. Mm, honestly. But no, why don't you uh, give me the winner of the well, – tell me who this award is going to be named after. The, this award is going to be named after, and I say this with so much pride, um, D.R. King. D.R. King. Oh, D.R. King Fraud Award has a nice ring, too. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, it does. Yeah, D.R. <laughs> Terrible. Mm. So terrible. Well, what's a fraudulent player, not a fraudulent team? That's a great around that. So you're right. So why don't you tell me some the Fool's Gold Fraudulent Team Award? Well, let's talk about the first nominee, Miami. Wow, that's so weird that the first the U is not back. Um, Miami, two years in a row, they've been saying the U is back. Two years in a row, didn't happen. Uh, We and I, we definitely top twenty-five team this year in preseason. 
top ten team for. Thought they could, thought they could uh, go go play Bama. They, Michigan <laughs> State they played I think this year. Got killed. Mm-hmm. They don't even have a coach anymore. I mean, they yeah, have a coach yeah. now, obviously, but Mario Cristobal. It's probably they're probably going to be better next year, but still, their coach is not our defensive coordinator. I don't know if I like that, but it's whatever. Will Penn State be the fraud award next year? We'll see. Um, I can give out. Speak of Penn State, Indiana. Indiana. All these teams, by the way, were ranked in the top twenty. All of them. Indiana. Indiana. We knew it from the beginning. We said first off, Michael Penix Jr. is not sitting up. We knew He's it. A bum. We knew it. We knew it was a bump. Um you got you you weren't here. I got a chance to watch them play. It was horrendous. I Michael, mean they got shut out. Michael Penix, I think, completed two passes That's so before halftime. Uh it was it was just all around terrible for Indiana and they never really recovered. I think were they the worst team in the Big Ten East? I think they were the big, worst team in the Big Ten East, which is hard to do. It is hard to do, especially when Rutgers, when Rutgers is there. And, yeah. Um, Indiana. Yeah, we. I knew this was gonna happen. Next, you have Texas. Texas. We did I this last time. I don't even care. Don't um, know Texas. What happened? Steve Sarkeesian, right? Get out of here. Hell out of here. You lost to Kansas. Kansas. Oh, I forgot. Kansas. Kansas won their Kansas. first Big 12 game in how many years? Kansas. They were giving out free tickets at halftime. Well, like they were playing Oklahoma. That's another. Yeah, was, like, this is Kansas. I don't know why they have a football program. And now Florida. Shit has Florida. been terrible since that SEC championship, the hasn't shoe. it? Marco Wilson. The shoe game. We watched Marco Wilson get torched. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, so Florida as well. Oh, was Emory Jones, his quarterback. Yeah. Not good. Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson will be the quarterback next, the quarterback next year. He's okay. Florida, really though, after well, coming yeah. SEC championship game appearance to be – Billy Napier. To, um, they didn't make a bowl game, did they? No, no they did make a no, bowl game. That's right. they, lost they lost to UCF. UCF. Yep. They lost to UCF, probably even more embarrassing. And then the recruiting rankings come out and – they're not. They're you know, one, of the two, one of the two SEC teams not to be in the top twenty-five. <laughs> one of my, um, I was snapping one of my friends, and I was wearing a Florida State shirt, mm-hmm. and she said, "Take that shit off right now." I said, "You're right. Let me go get my UCF shirt." Yeah, I haven't heard from her since. Dang. Yeah, I know. I mean, are there is so the big three in Florida is the big four. You is could argue that UCF is UCF has been more better than has been Florida State, Miami, Florida. The big three. Oh yeah. They, you can argue that UCF has been more successful than all three of those programs That's in the true. past five, seven that. years. Logan, who's the winner for our full school project? Well, I feel like this was. I feel like this was destined. Yeah, it was. It, it's 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 a common knowledge on this podcast that we we have it out for Miami. We have it out for the Hurricanes. And they make it so easy, so, though. Exactly. So. The sporty for the fool's gold project team award goes to. Miami Hurricanes. So you got the the, the team and the player. They swept it. They swept a, they it. Swept these awards. Good job, Good job Miami. Miami. Good job. It's me. It's me. It's me. Actually, success is bittersweet because short once you lived. get it, yeah, they short lived. Nothing gold can stay. Mm-hmm. Success is bittersweet because once you get it, you'll spend your life forever trying to chase it and or keep it. For some teams, such as Alabama, it's easy to do. For other teams, like the teams that are listed, are going to be listed now, it's 
probably not going to be as easy. It's the perfect storm is yeah. what happened this season for them, if you will. Yeah. So I'll give you I'll give you the nominees. Really, it's all downhill from here, Ward. First up, we got our our adopted team on the podcast, the Cincinnati Bearcats. Yeah, and it hurts to say that it, it does. really does. But I mean, let's be realistic here. Desmond Ritter's going to the NFL. Uh, Sauce Gardner is going to the NFL. Kobe Bryant is going to the NFL. Tyler Ford is going to the NFL. Jerome Ford is going to the NFL. Uh, I forget who they're – they have a linebacker. And then Majai Sanders is going to the NFL. Well, you, also – You have some – several NFL players. Also, Desmond Ritter is, like, one of the most winningest – Yes, he, the best now. quarterback in Bearcats history. You have some – Big, you made the playoff. Big like, pieces leaving, and you didn't. You made the playoff. That's not happening next year. Granted, Big Luke, Twelve in a couple of years. As long as Luke Fickle's there, though, I have. There's hope. There's yeah. always hope. As Luke, if Luke Fickle's there, um, they're going to the Big Twelve. But there's gonna be a obvious step down, and that's if anyone's saying otherwise, they're kind of kidding themselves. So I mean, it might not be like a. A steep I think decline, it's going to be a steep decline. I see. But it'll be like a. I still think they're going to contend. It'll be American. like a valley. It'll th- be like a valley. I think they still could compete in the American. Yes. We're not. I'm not expecting a. But no playoff berth. No, no, year. definitely not. Uh, Michigan is the second team that was nominated. Uh, Big Ten champions, playoff appearance. <laughs> appearance. I'm happy for Jim Harbaugh, though. I'm happy, I think, yeah. I think everyone was just against him. Well, he couldn't beat Ohio. He beat Ohio State. He can't win the big game, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but good for him. However, Ohio State is, is still Ohio State. They're still going to beat them in recruiting. Uh, you just pissed them off. Season shots. Killing them in your game. Two years. So, and you're going to Columbus years. next year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You got CJ Stroud. Um, Michigan State's on the up with Mel Tucker. We all, he also proved that like that they can't compete with the SEC. Right. Something that Ohio they, State's been able to do. So because they have a quarterback and the Michigan doesn't have a quarterback. Hassan Haskins is leaving. Hassan Haskins is leaving. Yeah. leaving. David Jabo, Hill. <laughs> so you got several players leaving, but like he's a good recruiter still. Yeah, uh, two years from now, unless he gets the contract that he wants. What is stopping Jim Harbaugh from leaving from the NFL? There's nothing stopping him. There's nothing stopping him from leaving. Even now, like I'm looking at this, I'm like, I think other than like other than him, like just being like a good human, and well, no, I'm just saying that because we're out of the we're out of the coaching cycle now. Yeah. If if he would leave now, Michigan would essentially be just be screwed. Yeah. Unless they're getting unless they're promoting within. Which wouldn't be the worst because their coordinators, I think their offensive coordinator won the coordinator award. Yeah. Or they get like Matt Campbell from Iowa State. And so other if if Jim Harbaugh like is a decent person, he won't be <laughs> in Michigan now because that would kind of screw them over like big time. But nothing next stopped. season, I don't like nothing stopping him. He he finally got off got the, the monkey off his back. He made the playoff. He, he won the Big Ten. He beat Ohio State. Because the thing is, how is that going to become a common thing? It's not because you're going to be underdogs next year against Ohio State. You also still realize they lost to Michigan State. Right, this year they did because that's that's another one of the big games that he didn't win. And 
usually when you when it comes to the Big Ten champions, at least in the last couple, in the last ten years, I'd say, or at last, I'll say last eight years, right? The Big Ten champion has usually been in the national title conversation the next year. Even Penn State, the next year, that was the Fiesta Bowl team that was went like twelve and two or whatnot. Um, even Michigan, Michigan went there and put up what three points against well, I think 10, 11, 11, I don't even. They didn't compete. They couldn't compete with the SEC. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Iowa State making another appearance on this list. They're really racking up the noms here. Uh, <laughs> really everyone's They're gone. Really everyone's gone. Everyone, I'm surprised. Matt, Matt Campbell was crying at Senior Day. I'm surprised Matt Campbell's uh, not gone. I'm so surprised. I, I that that man has. But heart. here we are. He, you know what? They really should just hand him a blank check for not leaving them because Senior I would have Lucas. Luke Fickle clearly deserved. But like Matt Campbell, I'm not. Su- I'm surprised he didn't take like the Washington job or the Oregon job. So many jobs. Dane job. So many jobs. So many jobs he could have taken. He just didn't. I'm, I'm very surprised. And then finally, we have absolutely Ole Miss. This one kind of was. We can really think of a, thir- a fourth one. Yeah, because no one's going to be on a steep decline. Ole Miss. Uh, if I had to argue, um, the SEC is only getting better. Tennessee, Kentucky. Arkansas, even like Missouri was somewhat Mississippi competitive. State competitive. Mississippi State, LSU is Brian Kelly now. Alabama's going to get better, obviously. Georgia is still Georgia. You got every, everyone, Texas A&M, we just meant, mentioned earlier. Everyone's getting better. So the only reason I could see them going down is because everyone else is getting better, not because of them playing worse. But you're losing Matt Corral the NFL. That's going to be a big hit. If you, I, I've heard rumors about Jackson Dart maybe going there, that he's he visited Ole Miss. So if you get that, there you go. You may, might have a quarterback situation. You still have Lane Kiffin. But I just think we're going to see a step back from there where they won 11 games, 10 games this yeah. year. I think we'll see a step back just because you're losing Matt Corral, a first-round pick. So there's obviously going to be some step back. Uh, the no, winner, the winner, the winner for the it's all downhill from here award goes to Iowa State. Not that steep of a hill, considering you disappointed the season. Yeah, so like you've been you're, you're so not, you've been going down the hill the entire season, and you're just continuing to get. Yeah, it's 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 literally all. Um, it says not. I'm sorry, West Ames is not going to be fun next year, mm-hmm. but you know where it will be fun for these next four schools. Mm-hmm. The watch out. Oh wait. We were supposed to transition. That's fine. No, you just, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. Okay, the, these four schools are going to be a problem next year. Okay. This is the Sporty. Tennis has a nomination for the Sporty for the Watch Out Award. Well, first up, we have the South Carolina Gamecocks. Yes. Who recently acquired Spencer Rattler on the transfer portal, as well as Austin Stogner. So good. And no, Gene Hassel with someone else. Did they get someone else from Oklahoma? I can't remember. But uh, South Carolina really impressed this year. Uh, they won. I think the highlight of their season was probably – they beat Florida, right? Mm-hmm. I think they crushed, think they crushed Florida. Crushed Florida. Uh, Shane Beamer doing a great job over there. They won the, the Mayo Bowl. Um, I think they're going to improve. I think Spencer Rattler's going to – Do better than he did this season. I think I think it was good to have – he kind of got humbled a bit. Oh, 100%. I think he's going to come back. This is not Spencer Rattler who was turning around, jumping midair, and, and throwing 
passes anymore. <laughs> I think Spencer Rattler is going to bounce back next year. For sure. Next up, we have, surprisingly, the Miami Hurricanes. Um, De'Ara King is gone. Manny Diaz is gone. Mario Cristobal is here. The old Canes are gone. The new Canes with Mario Cristobal. Tyler Van Dyke. Tyler Van Dyke are here. And I think that that means that Miami could be better next year. Because Tyler Van Dyke was playing well once he was starting. I think they beat Pitt, actually. So there's promise here for Miami. No more fraudulent teams anymore, hopefully. Hopefully not. Next up, we have Texas A&M. Uh, top three recruiting class in the nation. Number one recruiting class in the nation. Number one recruiting class in the nation. They got Max Johnson and Transfer Portal from LSU. I think I don't want to. I don't want to overstep here, but I think that this this could be the this could be the year. It's, Hopefully, it's it's only the year if we continue if we continue to I have mean, Bama's number like the way we have had in I, the last. Wait, what the fuck do you go there? What is this? We oh. <laughs> We Giggle. anyway. Cincinnati, last year was Cincinnati. This year, Tamu. You're getting on the Tamu bandwagon now. Okay. All right. Well, we'll let you on right now. We'll let you on. We'll let you on. Tamu to the. Yeah, that's right. Tamu to the freaking playoff, man. Yeah. Let's go, Giggum. Anyway, Cassini. Finally, we have UCLA. UCLA the Bruins. Well, I feel like we we made this nomination before Dylan Gabriel transferred. Oh, I forgot. Well, I don't even care. I mean, it's less – I would be less inclined to nominate them if Dylan Gabriel wasn't the quarterback. But Chip Kelly, like, did, Chip did, Kelly, did good things over there. Dorian Thompson yeah. Robinson's there. Got Matt Skies, Cam Brown, and Kyle Phillips there still. Oh, that defense is looking really good. I think Chip Kelly's really good. They got it to a bowl game. I wanted to see them play so bad, bro. That's a thing. It, this definitely – I definitely made this nomination, but don't give it. Was it? Oh, that's crazy. Anyway, do you want to give me the winner, which I think should be clear? The winner of the Watch Out Award, Giga Maggie's, Tamu, Texana. You know, it's, does, it's not T-A-M, it's A-T-M because it's straight cash. I'm telling you right now. Let's go. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Jimbo's going to take this team, get his second national championship. Let's go. I don't know about all that. Like, I just, I just went. I'm speaking spicy right now. All right. Anyway, so we have teams that are gonna, you know, surprise us next year. What about players now? What players are gonna uh, be the next Kenny Pickett? Okay. Next Sam Hartman. Who we got? Okay. 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 None of these guys here are have have are gonna turn into Kenny Pickett or Sam Hartman because those guys are nobody. Yeah, they were nobody. So who, who, <laughs> fine, let me rephrase this. Then. Who are some people that like? We've seen before. You've seen we, before. We know about this. He's going to be a problem over it. The nominees are Bijan Robinson, mm-hmm. Texas running back, who we had as an honorable mention during the ranking, and he had a great season. We even he said, like, has, the Sarkeesian system is going to be good for him. And he, didn't, he couldn't stay healthy for most of the season, or a good part of the season, but he still was really good this season. Then we have Devin Leary, NC State QB. Rocking that sexy uniform. Oh, God. Definitely was a really good this year. NC State had a really good season, actually. I feel like this season went calmly under the radar. I think they went 9-3. This was a very good year for ACC quarterbacks. So, Samantha. 
but it's fine. But, and DJ. Okay, fine. I'm I'm looking at the good here. So this was a good year for college football in general. I think this was the year parity. We got parity back in certain like in that. certain like, um, yeah, conferences. Five team in the playoff. So. And Michigan. And Michigan. <laughs> and Michigan. So we do have to think about yeah. that. And Oklahoma State was number five. They were in, they were in contention. <laughs> um, Devin Leary is going to be really good. Speaking of ACC QBs, Tyler Van Dyke is going to be really, really good. Like next year, I think Mario Cristobal is going to. He knows what to do with his QBs. And plus that name, Tyler Van Dyke. Oh my gosh, what a name! The name of a star. Right that's the name of a Heisman winner right there. Wow, I don't know that. But you know who cool. will win the Heisman next year? But he's not. He didn't, we'll see. He should have been a Heisman finalist this year. Will Anderson Jr. is going to be a problem next year because wow. he is literally going to be like, on a mission. Like on a I mission, mean, like he really, could, like theoretically, sit out next year. He and probably still, should and still be picked high, but next year. He's going. He's gonna get like three sacks a game. He's gonna like twenty and one. He's gonna be what the media pretended Aiden Hutchinson was. Yes. The more I look at, it, the more just snubbed, so snubbed. But Logan, who is gonna be a problem next year? Out of all the problems that we just mentioned, out of all the problems you just mentioned, I think the biggest problem is gonna be Bijan Robinson in that Texas offense. Yeah. I think they're gonna kill it next year. Honestly, I I agree. Hopefully, 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 you know, I, hopefully, Texas is a bunch of hopefully. You know, remember when we were growing up, and um, and we would go to these sporting events, um, sporting competitions. Sure, I guess. Um, where we would compete. I don't know about you. I used I was good at events but sometimes sometimes the kids that would lose felt like they were on the same level as me because they got a participation trophy so making this generation soft participation trophies, yeah it's man. garbage i ain't get a lot of trophies now awesome. sorry i'm sorry i don't you don't get a trophy for participating unless you favor <laughs> oh my gosh no <laughs> well i mean we talked about this um when they run pay for my medals. That's so terrible. Um, you know what? I think of it as an achievement. I feel like not everyone can run a half marathon, let alone six times. Why I did that? Anyway. Participation. Wait, this is me. Oh, yeah, this is you. We had a lot of, we had a lot of discussion about this one. A lot of discussion. We haven't picked this one. We have not picked it. This, that's, this. I'm, I'm here to convince you. I'm here to convince you. Okay, that's crazy. Um, first up, we have Bailey Zappi from Western Kentucky. Broke the F, F, FBS, FCS? The, no, it's, it's the NCAA FBS. record for touchdown passes in a season with 62. That's crazy. Broke Joe Burrow's record that he set. About two years ago, yeah. Um, for what? Nothing. A nine and five season. <laughs> not he's a not loss in the conference USA a championship. fifth round. At best, I'm seeing someone that we uh, had on the podcast. This is pretty high on Bailey Zappi. Why? 
It's because Mike White. It's because of Mike White. I think Western Kentucky guys can like do it for them or Western, something. Did they lose to? I think they lost in the conference championship. Yeah, no, they did because I picked them to win and they lost. Oh, that's right. Uh, so yeah, no one's gonna remember that. No. Sorry, Billy Zappi. That's okay. Good for you. I'm, I'm good. Good for you. Second up, we have Will Anderson Jr. Jeez. Who was just given the. Uh, Hit the door slam in his face when he tried to go to New York for the Heisman ceremony. They said, "No, nah, sorry, Aiden Hutchinson, statistically not a good, not as good a season as you. Impact probably not not as good as you, but he's he's uh he's up there on the stage. Sorry, he is up there. On Can't the have stage. two Bama players here. No, I mean, did they? Do, never mind. Didn't they probably they probably did it before, but you know, Mac and Devontae. Yeah, they, they want to set a precedent now. Okay, that's crazy. Will Anderson." Had like 15 and a half sacks. The playoff, he was killing it. He was so good. He was killing it against Cincinnati. Um, speaking of Cincinnati, speaking of Cincinnati, the entire Cincinnati Bearcats team, you know, we both rep in the Cincinnati here. They made it. They made the playoff. They did it. They did it. And they actually they didn't get blown out. They didn't, you know, they did better than I thought they would. I don't want to see any. You said this. I don't want to see any. Crap about them. Oh, this is where the group of five shouldn't be in the playoff. Shut up. Michigan. 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 And, no, not even this year. Look, go back and look at every matchup that has been played in the first round. It's Washington versus Alabama. Michigan State when they made, made the playoff. Clemson against Ohio State in one year. Ohio State versus Clemson the other year. Like, it's never a contest. It's never a contest. So just because Cincinnati. The fact that. Bama didn't even put up like twenty five. Cincinnati just they, they didn't capitalize uh, at, at certain points, and they just dominated out dominated physically because you're playing against Alabama, who gets five star recruits year in and year out. But that should not this take away from, that from Cincinnati's achievements. It should. Why are they getting a participation? They're going to continue to get to get beat, have it taken fifty. Yes. Finally, we have Chip Kelly, the head coach of the UCLA Bruins. He got his UCLA to their first bowl in like four years. I was very excited, if you remember, that they were going to play in the bowl. Play in a bowl game. The Holiday Bowl versus NC State. Only for it to be canceled because of COVID. I was very disappointed. I was very, I was very much looking forward to this game. You were sad. I was very sad. Which is why I think he, they, no, he, it's not that, it's not the UCLA team, but Chip Kelly himself should win this award. I'm not giving it to Chip Kelly only because he's going to be back next year. You don't know that. I know that. You don't know that. I know that. You don't know that. I betting you money, UCLA will be a top five team in the back to next year. You act as if that's home. Okay, top three team. That's not happening. It's going to be USC. Tough four, tough four, tough four, tough four, tough four. I don't think Chip Kelly should get it. Why? I think it's because nobody's, although no one has been able to see his achievement, nobody's doubting his achievement. Cincinnati to this day. Ahmad Gardner, Ahmad Gardner, Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter is one of the most winningest college QBs of all time. Amal Gardner has not allowed his, a touchdown in his entire career. Mm-hmm. And people are saying, oh, the competition he played, though. Oh, it's hard to play 
It's hard to allow. It's easy to allow, allow no touchdowns when you're playing high school teams. What? Do you know how stupid you sound? You could speak. It, it has just, it, Chip Kelly just signed a contract. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but the entire Cincinnati Bearcats football team is made the playoff, beat Notre Dame, who if they made the playoff, nobody would have said shit. Notre Dame went 12 and 1 this season. What was their only loss? Cincinnati. Cincinnati at home. But because Cincinnati doesn't get style points because they struggle against Tulane. No, they beat Tulane pretty handedly. But or tell so it's pretty handedly, and Oklahoma struggle against that same team. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cincinnati wins this award. Not I don't I don't mean it in a bad way. Like it's just Trans Basis Trophy Cincinnati. We just, like, wanna, we just wanna give Cincinnati the credit that they deserve. Going into the playoff, they were the only undefeated team in the nation. Jeez. I'm tired. Tireless. You know what I'm tired of? You know what, oh, I was you know what some people are tired of? Sitting behind other quarterbacks or other players. They've had enough. They're entitled. They think they they deserve a star. They've gone in the days where a player sits behind someone else and develops. That's you know, not how it works. That's not how it works anymore. If you don't start, you're gone. These entitled people. So that's why we have the the WTF transfer award because the cha- the transfer portal this this offseason is popping now. It's popping. It's it was great for like two seconds. I think for like I two think seconds. I saw it was something on Twitter where it was like sixty five percent of I think starting quarterbacks it was transferred. That's between the years twenty ten and twenty nineteen. Okay. In this year, since twenty nineteen, sixty eight percent. That's crazy. Starting quarterbacks have transferred. That's crazy. That is crazy. There have been so many that you got Adrian Martinez, Max Johnson, Zach Calzada, uh, Jane Delore. These are I'm, people are coming off my head, but so many quarterbacks have transferred this year. I mean, when I'm talking about quarterbacks here, there's, there's um, other positions, but mostly it is the quarterback position. Yeah. So, would you like to give me the uh, nominees for the WTF transfer? The nominees for the WTF transfer award are Dylan Gabriel, UCLA. QB Dylan Gabriel for like a week. Solid month. Oh, Oklahoma now QB Dylan Gabriel. Did it twice in a month. It's now, actually, he wouldn't have been a, on this list if he just stayed at UCLA. It, he was we like that fit. We loved it so I much, it was actually. Good. But then he proceeded to transfer the day classes started at UCLA to Oklahoma. And it was just it was interesting to me. I I didn't I didn't I don't like that. I don't like that a player can transfer two times in like in a month. Number two, we have Bo Nix. Bohemian Knicks. Didn't really expect it. Goes to Oregon. He transferred to Oregon. Auburn to Oregon as a grad transfer. Damn, Bo. It's been a minute. Like, we followed now Bo. Now we don't get to watch Bo play next year. Damn. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm very disappointed, but we got to see him play this year, which is a uh, culmination of. Yeah, let's go to Auburn. Zach Calzada, I think, went to Auburn. Okay. Jaleel Billingsley. The SEC is just passing everyone. It really it, It's actually. Disgusting. <laughs> like, it's actually disgusting. You guys are passing around. Julio Billingsley. Um, I forget where he transferred to. I don't know if he did. But he did enter the transfer portal when we were making this. And we were like, what the hell? Because you were going to – oh, my gosh, he went to Texas. Did he? Yeah. Wow, with Quinn Ewers. Damn. 
Because we were like, he's going to be really good. Well, yeah, he's a tight end. He doesn't look like a tight end. He's a tight end wide receiver. He's a hybrid. hybrid. Yeah, he's, a, he's an athlete. Uh, but I think he kind of lost playing time at the end there at, in the stretch with Alabama. And I guess he didn't like that. I no, he didn't. So he's like, peace something out. Okay. Next, we have Max Johnson okay. from LSU to TAMU. Okay with that. Look at I have I have I have a proposition to make for you. Let's replace Max Johnson. With who? Jaden Delora. Transferred from Washington State to Arizona. Why? Arizona. The uh I think one game one one win Arizona because Cameron Ward, the quarterback from Incarnate Word, transferred to Washington State. So he lost That's his hilarious. job to an FCS quarterback. That's hilarious. And then proceeded to go to Arizona, which should just be an FCS team on their own. FCS is the second level, right? Yeah. So, D2, but. Do, would you would you be opposed to replacing Max Johnson? Yeah, I'll with, say that. With it's him? not like he's going to win. No, he's not. I just I feel like Max Johnson to Texas A&M isn't the worst transfer. Maybe it's like, yeah. Well, let's replace J. Yeah. Delora is our final nominee, but he's not the winner. No. Who's the winner? Logan? The winner is Dylan Gabriel for his double transfer to Oklahoma. What a stupid – I don't like it. I don't. I feel like it, that was the day we the transfer portal just became like it became weird to I me. Mean, I became I was I was bitter towards it. I was like an old, an old football like me with the offense. Dude. Yeah, I'm like oh these darn kids, and their transfer portal they don't like like it didn't make sense. Oklahoma, I'm not really sure what's gonna happen next year. Dylan Gabriel is a quarterback who could be potential draft. Potentially drafted high-ish. And it doesn't make sense to go to Oklahoma after they lost so many players and a coach. And they got to rebuild that, like, whole program. I just don't like it. I think with Chip Kelly and the Pac-12, the Pac-12 was was a good fit for him, I thought. So, I don't like it. So, that's why he's on here. He also made me hate the transfer portal. Uh, But you know what I don't hate? No. What don't you hate? I don't hate the coaching carousel. I, in fact, I loved it this year. It was so, so in depth. In, it was so interesting. It was so interesting. So many coaches, so many big name coaches changed programs. Some shocking, some we kind of expected would fire their coach, but some names were just like, wow, how the hell did this happen? Well, Logan, I'll tell you who won the coaching carousel this year. You tell me. I'm ready. Well, here are the nominees. The nominees, number one, USC. USC Trojans stole Lincoln Riley in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. You know, I you don't think it's too – I've outside of the – I don't think either of the – and I'll, I'll talk about this after. I don't think any of the coaching carousel moves was were surprising to me outside of the LSU one. Yes. And that's our second nominee. Yes. LSU, Brian Kelly, that was – I that was actually broke on I, the pod. Yeah, I would – And you thought it was a joke. I and thought I'm like, you were Logan, It's me. actually happening. It's impossible. I never thought Brian Kelly would be a Um, Florida. Um. We thought that we, you know, if I do, we really think that they would fire yes. him after that season. Yeah, they just gave him an extension. Yeah, I knew it was gonna Logan. I have told you audibly three out of the four nominees on this. I've told you audibly what happened. They got Billy Napier, they got Billy Napier. That's no. SMU, Louisiana, Louisiana. Okay. And then number four, Miami, Mario Cristobal. That was not surprising. It's his own. Oh, wow. Alma mater, yeah, but like, 
But I'm just saying. I, I, I did say he's not going there. He did say he would. Yeah, and you were like, oh, no. And I was like, Logan. And even with Lincoln Riley, I'm like, hey, if they don't make the Big 12 championship, what is stopping Lincoln Riley yeah, from I leaving? didn't think he was just going to be like, peace. I didn't think it was going to happen like that. And I um, LC was probably the most surprising one to me. That was the most surprising I one. Not, Brian Kelly doesn't seem like a, a guy who Ooh. goes to the SEC. He you saw what happened. He put yeah, on some yeah, accent. Saying, it's like, hey, oh, well, it's, what's up, guys? It's, it's so weird. It's I don't like, know what's I happening. Like He's like, I don't know like, what's like, happening down he's there, doing, man. Like, I'm TikTok telling you. Dances. Yo, did you see that? That was the weirdest thing I I've ever seen in my hated life. It. I hate well, it. Well, you recruit so well at LC. I think did like posted like a picture on Instagram with. Lane Kiffin, like in front of a car, and I was like, "What is happening?" Uh, Lane Kiffin's, whatever. Anyway, Logan, the winner. Who's the winner of the culture carousel? Is USC? Yes, yeah. Because not only did they get Lincoln Riley, they get every offensive player he, he recruited because they're all going to him because they all want to play with Lincoln Riley, and they're probably going to get Caleb Williams, who's in the transfer portal, and has like five crystal balls to USC. Be looking at there. That's so stupid. Anyway. Caleb Williams is probably going to go to USC because there's no reason Jackson Dart transfers if he doesn't have a surrender job. Yeah, this. And who else is there? Who else is going to be there? Caleb Williams. Okay. So congratulations, USC. You won You won the coaching carousel. Award. You know, along with the sporties, we're, it's going to – that was our final award of the night. That was our final award of the night. Along with the the tally. Who won? Who won? Who, who won the night? I mean, there's a last time we did this, Miami won, but not anymore. I think Oklahoma won, if, I, if I'm going to be correct. They had the uh, game of the year, most disappointing player. They watched Caleb and Williams. Is Oklahoma? Did I miscount? Okay. Actually, there could be a three-way tie. Oh, gosh, not again. Yeah, I think Oklahoma State won two awards. Oklahoma won two awards, and Iowa State won two awards. Actually, there's a four-way tie. Miami won two awards. Look at that. <sighs> you know what? We'll go with a four-way tie. Four-way tie. The inaugural sporties. Oklahoma really watched Caleb. You know, they could have had the almost had it award because they really watched Caleb Williams torch Oregon. I only found a transfer two days later. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to the first ever Sporties. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. After this episode releases, there will be the unveiling of the All Sticks of Sports team CFB edition. No, this isn't the best players in college football. No, this is the best These players, are players in our best players that have a special place in our Yes. Thank you for watching and listening. <laughs>